Welcome to Sex and Soul, a podcast about all things related to sexuality, relationships, and the deeper dimensions of our lives. I am your host, Lene S. I am a sexuality and relationship coach and mentor, as well as a tantric yoga teacher. I'm so excited that you are here. May Sex and Soul light you up from inside and change your life to be more orgasmic, joyful, and deep. Hey, my sweet love bunnies. Welcome to another episode of Sex and Soul. Oh, I am speaking to you today without video because I'm feeling it. <laughs> uh, just well, being on my one of my favorite places on the planet, a beautiful island in the middle of the Atlantic. Just went for a surf. I mean, mm -mm -mm, life is so, so good, so good these days. And today I want to talk about a topic that is super important, actually, that you will really, really, really connect with. It is how to keep the passion alive or bring the passion back, the sexual attraction back in a long-term relationship. And talking about this today, especially because in my program, Majestic, this has come up as a, as a topic. So we are diving into the slot archetype. And by the way, you can still join Majestic. Yeah, you can still join. We've just started. Uh, so if this calls you, then uh, go to my website or write me an email. Find 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 the link, of course, below. And uh, yeah, just join this amazing journey. And so in the program, in Majestic, as we're moving in the slot, we're talking about sex in long-term relationships. And so today I just want to kind of very flowy, give you some amazing tips and tools and just talk about this topic. And so first and foremost, it is what happens to a lot of couples, most couples, yeah, in a long-term relationship, especially after officially the honeymoon phase is over, which is happens, you know, happens after one or two years. And when there is more security and safety and you're kind of more or less, you know, committed in your relationship. And this, of course, can vary. And I will do future episodes about more about relationships, uh, about also attachment and so on. Yeah. But, you know, you're in the scenario where, you know, you're in a committed relationship and um, yeah the security actually kind of uh, takes over and safety. And there's a, a certain, sometimes even laziness yeah, or routine that comes up. And of course, that's because life is can be intense and you have obligations and you have children and so on. yeah, And that has an impact on your sexuality. And then couples kind of forget yeah, to make time and to prioritize sexuality and sex. And so I want to go first into you know, what makes your partner attracted to you what makes you attractive for your partner and here a beautiful source is Esther Perel she speaks about when you know because she did in her work I don't know if you know Esther Perel she's very known Belgian actually um well relationship expert therapist um and you know she's older so she has a lot of experience many years and she asked couples you know like when is the other one most attracted to you when you, you feel like oh my man or my my woman or my person is really hot you know it's when they don't really need you so you know it's one of the things yeah when there's emotional maturity when they don't need you and so this is a thing like what happens in you know in a long-term relationship is that there can be actually almost too much closeness yeah you can be so intertwined that you forget that you are your own person and you forget that you have to take care of yourself and and that that's important you know for yourself or for you to show up in a way that that you're still attractive 
you know, <laughs> to, to your partner. You know, remember all the things you did in the beginning of your relationship to look like this most perfect version of yourself and how that slowly, slowly, which is also a relief, of course, and we can truly accept one another. There's also really freedom and deep love that comes, yeah, fully accepting the other, how he or she or they are. Um, that's so important and also very difficult, by the way. So if you're not there yet fully, um, also just want to normalize that somehow, but it's a beautiful thing to work with, yeah, full acceptance of, of the other. I mean, I find that still still difficult actually to do. Um, and so and so it just means that there needs to be time apart. You need to have this relationship where there is an element of being together and there's an element of your separate units. And this is how you remain attractive in for your partner. Because when you see them in their element, for example, you know, when you see your partner being confident doing their thing, then, you know, then that's really, yeah, that's really attractive. Yeah. And so another one is when being, yeah, being apart from each other and then reuniting. So having, having space alone is very, very important when there is a surprise element. So when you surprise your partner, that is when you become, you know, your partner will become very or more attracted to you. There will be new desire that will come up and surprising things can happen, you know, in different, different ways. So um, and the last one that Esther Perel talks about is when I see them through the eyes of another. So that means that there's actually kind of, again, this kind of recognition of remembering like, oh, yeah, this is why I fell for my partner. You know, I'm so used to all of his amazing character traits and his personality. But I mean, other people seeing them and seeing him makes me realize or remember like, yeah, this is why I fell for, for this person so many years ago. Yeah. And it's about not taking for granted, not taking your person for granted. And it's also, you know, all of these things are also about keeping certain mystery, you know, the distance, the the having your own life, the taking care of yourself that you feel, you know, passionate and, and in your element in life and in work or whatever it is. It means that you have also an element of mystery that you, you know, in a long term relationship, it can be it can get boring even for some people. Yeah. Or there can be this routine. So all of these elements that I just mentioned make your partner a bit more mysterious. And so this is also what is an element of attraction and erotic attraction and desire and arousal is that when there is some kind of obstacle, I mean, this is a very romantic idea of also of, <laughs> of films and so on. Yeah. Movies or, or just typical example of cliche example of women falling for unavailable men or men falling for unavailable women you know there is this kind of obstacle there's yeah there's this element that you have to overcome and that creates sexual attraction that creates desire so of course these are things that disappear in a long-term relationship and you can bring them back you can bring them back okay so now i'll move into a bit more kind of mm, tools yeah practical tools things you can try and so the first one is doing something fun together. <laughs> and so having time together is very important, especially if that's your love language. If you don't know about love languages, you can look it up. Um, know that there's an old school version, the first version, uh, you know, written by uh, a guy called, I think, Gary something. I'm bad with names, so I forget. But that's the classical, typical love language uh, source. But then there's also commentary on that first book of his. Um, and there's also just... Um, yeah, more more love languages, you know, than just the five that he describes. But 
your partner or you might have this thing of, wow, it's super important to spend quality time together. And, you know, if you're long time together, if you have kids, also without kids, you can forget to do fun things together. So fun things can be non-erotic, non-sexual things, just, you know, adventure, newness, surprise. And then, of course, it can be also in the erotic realm, exploring massage, physical contact. And here's the big one without expectation on having sex. I say this mostly to the men because men, you have the more young sexual experience, you know, the more um, penetrating and 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 um, hmm, readiness, yeah, from, <laughs> and, and the plus, you know, your plus center from a Taoist perspective is it in your cock, in your penis. So you are having, you know, this ability to be very well ready for sex and penetration and so on faster than women. We have our positive center in our heart, in our emotional, that's our emotional center. That's why we are more emotional and we are more capable of diving into deep emotional stuff. Generally speaking, yeah, I'm generalizing, of course. And so this having physical contact without an expectation on having sex is super important. Really, 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 I can't stress this enough. This is one of the reasons why some women even turn off to any physical contact because they feel that when their man, and this is also related to the previous episode, by the way, the previous podcast, Sex and Soul podcast episode. So when their man is not really in control of his sexual uh, desire, sexual energy, it's like oh, very strong. And then as a man, you go into this very kind of, oh, I need sex now. If not, I will explode. Your woman will feel this. It's not sexy. Yeah. And so she will not feel it's not sexy and she will not feel safe. And this is why for some women, you know, you might be in a situation, woman, where you want to avoid a physical contact, even a hug, because you feel like, oh no, underneath there might be his wanting for sex, or maybe he interprets my, you know, acceptance of the hug or enjoyment of the hug or some caresses or kissing, you know, whatever it is, as a full yes for for sex. And I don't know if I'm a full yes for sex and you feel that pressure. So really pressure kills desire, kills arousal. So, you know, having the agreement and that's why intention setting is very beautiful, but the agreement of exploring massages, physical contact, foreplay, whatever you want, having a conversation about these things. Yeah, it's very important before the sex, outside of the sex, without the expectation on having sex is very, very important very sexy thing to do also is to use a blindfold. It's very simple. It's a cliche thing. Do it. Try it. Explore each other like that. Yeah. Or one person is blindfolded and the other one touches and 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 gives pleasure to, to the one who's blindfolded. Folded. Super sexy. Super hot. Try that out. By the way, if you want guidance, my Sensational Love Night is an amazing workshop for couples that you can purchase actually. You can start it and do it immediately. It's amazing. It has a very beautiful ritual of uh, awakening, working with blindfolds and so on. It's a neo-tantric uh, workshop. <laughs> so if you are in a situation where you, yeah, you are in a long-term relationship and the desire and passion and is gone or you need some new things, then, you know, go for Sensational Love Night. You won't regret it, I promise. So another one I told you already having conversations. You need to talk about sex before sex, after sex. Before sex, that is really about, okay, what would you like to explore? What would you like more of? And so on. Yeah. What do you love? What do you desire? Talking about it, listening, really listening. So not even interrupting each other, but really letting your partner speak about this for a couple of minutes without you interrupting them. And then you answer the question after. It's super liberating. Yeah. 
And then after sex, it's about asking each other, hey, what did you like? What was that? What, you know, what, you know, giving each other compliments. And this is a beautiful way to actually, you know, focus on the things that you would like more of rather than going into criticism. Yeah, if things are not great, of course, there's ways to talk about these things. And it's important to talk about things when when they're really not nice. And of course, in the lovemaking itself and in the sexual encounter, that's very important to, to address when something doesn't feel good in the moment itself. You cannot go on when things don't feel good. Yeah. Of course, also knowing that sometimes sex is awkward and, and you know, you need to also give yourself self permission for take sex sometimes to not, not be that great. And especially if you, you know, in the situation you've been together for a long time and you haven't had sex in a, in a couple of months, maybe yeah? I've, I've worked with, with couples for whom that's the case or that was the case. Then in the beginning, it might be a bit awkward. So no perfectionism in sex, please make it fun, make the, make it so there is space for, for, uh, for mistakes or or for um yeah getting it wrong somehow yeah even when you're together for a long time there's an assumption oh he should know my body he should know or she should know no that's not the case and also you change we evolve all the time and for a woman of course we have our cycle so what we want on monday might be not the same thing you know that we want when we are ovulating or when we are in our autumn phase of you know of our of our cycle yeah, and even in the same lovemaking sessions, in the beginning, your nipples need a gentle simulation. And then when you're more aroused, you can go more hard. But then, uh, you know, a bit later, that might be too sensitive. Same with the clitoral simulation. So communication is so, so, so important. And the fact of having, you know, being able to have conversations outside of sex will create safety. Yeah, will create that safety and will also create that openness and that okayness, you know, to, to kind of adjust certain things while you're you're having sex or just you know erotically exploring each other <laughs> yeah okay so and then also having a conversation is another element about sexual fantasies mm, baby this is sexy it's important um some people have never done this some couples long-term relationships have never done this because there's shame because there's a fear like oh maybe he will take be offended you know his ego will be hurt or i'm afraid that she will freak out and this is the emotional maturity that we want to you know cultivate in a relationship my loves is to be okay if your partner has sexual, sexual fantasies you have them hopefully and if you don't or you don't know then think about it what could be sexual fantasy of yours and you know if you don't have them that maybe that's an explanation why your libido is low low because your you know mental stimulation is very important it's the mind is your brain is your biggest sexual organ so having you know a mental uh, focus on sexuality on eroticism allowing yourself to think about it to dream about it and so on is will increase your libido will increase your arousal will increase your attraction yeah not as an obsession but as a kind of healthy kind of activation yeah so having a conversation about sexual fantasies things you would like to explore or not explore just a fantasy it's not because you have the fantasy that you have to go for it yeah because some of them they might seem impossible <laughs> or your partner might not be ready to explore them but having the conversation and and exploring also the emotion and being okay with the emotions that come up the jealousy maybe the insecurities you know helping each other move through these emotions is very beautiful it creates deep intimacy and it will open you up to the wildest sex i promise you if you have a talk about sexual fantasies and then you make love it will be wilder it will be freer 
if you have, you know, no big insecurities and shame coming up. So making sure that, you know, you deal with these things, you can, are able to, 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 <laughs> to hold yourself yeah, as a human being, as an adult in through your shame. And of course, if you need help with that, then reach out. This is my job. Yeah, this is what I can help you with. Well, with all of this stuff. Yeah. Another one mm, is self-pleasuring. So masturbating while watching each other. Super beautiful to do. Super nice to be able to explore yourself, to show yourself in this way, and then to also watch your partner touch him or herself or themselves. Okay. Yes, I just closed the window. <laughs> Another one is to have a conversation about what you enjoy, what you would like more of, and what sex does for you. It's kind of what I mentioned before, but what sex does for you is kind of a new element because it, especially for women, you know, if you're a woman and you're kind of like, and this is cliche generalizing situation, it can be the other way around, okay? So it can be that you are the man in that position, <laughs> okay? But if you're a woman and you are disconnected from your sex, you're not enjoying sex with your partner, I mean, there's several reasons for that, previous episodes talk about that as well actually about the orgasms and so on if you have difficulties orgasming you know listen to that episode as well um but it can be that you feel indeed that your man is like this sex obsessed you know you don't kind of value or see your sexual your man as a as a beautiful sexual being let's say and you consider his sexual urges as annoying as even you know yeah, just annoying. You don't want to have sex. It's not nice when, you know, when he is in his sexual urge, it's like a, you know, you, you experience it as something super pushy. And so the conversation about and understanding what sex does for him can really allow you to understand why it is important and why, you know, sex for him might be, you know, his, his deep and only way to feel really close to you, to really feel that he can surrender and let go and enjoy life. You know, this is what sex does to us and offers us this deep, you know, enjoyment and the only way that, you know, unique way that we can enjoy this kind of being in a body on in this life. Come on, this is what we were born with. You know, this is something that is so important and adds so much flavor and pleasure and relaxation and and just joy to life so also have that conversation yeah and as i said do this without interrupting interrupting each other you know you can even set a timer one person answers two minutes two other person answers two minutes no interruption yeah another one yeah <laughs> and again if you love this podcast episode please you know let me know uh, share this episode you know um give me a rating give me five stars <laughs> you know if you're on spotify this is are all things that help um spread the word yeah and so another one is that you can agree that each of you will host a date night and decide who goes first it can be an erotic or non-erotic date night i said this in the beginning already yeah but this is kind of one of the one of you kind of takes control and surprises the other um, and decide whether there's erotic or non-erotic date nights. Um, and, you know, both of you need to organize at least one. And then you can continue to do that over, you know, at least having two date nights per month, for example. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, another one 
yeah, is having a conversation about anything important that you know is present in a relationship, in your relationship, <laughs> of course. Um, a lot of people actually have an emotional disconnect when there is not a lot of lovemaking happening. There are emotional things at play in the relationship. There's deeper stuff in the relationship that has been probably been going on for a lot of years, sometimes even, yeah. And so things that are not spoken about. Um, and when there is no, no emotional safety and there's things, you know, elephants in the room or, or even more subtle things, you know, as a person or as a man, you cannot, you can even not be aware that that is, is the case. <laughs> so, and there might be a thing that, you know, your, your, your woman has been trying to speak to you about, but you have not, you know, somehow missed it or not listened really, you know, then, then this has an impact, impact on her emotional connection and therefore and may remember our energy flows from our emotional center more you know from our heart more to our pussy so we need this emotional safety in this connection you know to go really wild in in lovemaking and to have amazing sex um yeah so that next level epic sex that i teach that i want us all to have that i want you to have you know it is only happening when there's an emotional connection and safety and respect so have conversations about difficult things and it's very sexy for us women if you as a man take the initiative the more initiative you take as a man leadership emotional leadership the sexier you become really <laughs> it's like this beautiful masculine trade you know of, of of feeling like oh wow he he knows what's going on and he is not afraid to go there and his ego is not you know going to be hurt um, he's not, you know, it moves you from being a kind of a little boy into a man, yeah? And the same is for, for women, yeah? It's the same as for, uh, you know, we have little girls inside and we want to become aware as a, as a person when our little, our inner child is activated, you know? Um, when there's neediness and you're not okay with a person's answer and so on, that's a sign that there's an inner child, yeah? There's, a, 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 there's, there's kind of this emotional charge, Um and so when you take that leadership in, in your relationship, that can be very beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so having that conversation, having difficult conversations, um, again, finding in, you know, when you have big topics you want to talk about, you need to talk about, you know, agree on a time that works for your partner. Don't just bombard them with that conversation, you know, especially as a woman, your man, he's more single focused. Yeah, men are more single focused in their mind. So they're focused on one thing and they can't just jump and so on. I also have that difficulty. Actually, sometimes I, I cannot be deal with being interrupted. I, I, yeah, I want to finish something. So it's not even always gender related, <laughs> but there is some gender related biology. Um, Alison Armstrong speaks about that in a beautiful way. So really ask him, hey, you know, my darling, I would love to have a conversation. When is a good time? Uh, tomorrow night after work, seven o'clock, eight o'clock. I don't know, you know, agree on the time to have that topic, to have that topic being discussed. Yeah. Okay. And I think the last tool I'm going to offer you today is create holistic pleasure moments. You know, it's about tending, tending to the fire in between. It's about foreplay, having foreplay, you know, being, well, foreplay, Perel, again, she says, um, foreplay starts when the sex ends so foreplay is so foreplay is happening all the time you know when there's no actual sex is everything else is foreplay so that means uh sexting offering your partner's love language having this emotional connection having physical touch without a sexual urge or need uh behind it you know being taking care of yourself like tending to the fire and the passion in between 
on on just normal days you know really 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 doing little things for each other um and as a woman of course you know you might not not know this but men really enjoy when we enjoy ourselves <laughs> so a man gets turned on when we are turned on by ourselves so that means that as a woman when you feel good in your body when you are connected to your sexuality you love yourself you love your body you feel confident that will turn your man on by the way the other the other is also true yeah it's also true that also goes for a woman when we see a man in his confidence and we know you know he feels just good and and he knows himself it's fucking sexy <laughs> goes again to this not really needing each other yeah we are full beings and we're happy on ourselves um but of course this is why this could be a reason why for you to join majestic yeah as a woman because this is what we are doing yeah i'm guiding you into a full exploration of your sexuality of your erotic aliveness and this will full on change your relationship and your sexuality and your desire and will kickstart the the sex life again with your long-term partner just because you come home in your own sexuality woman and if you've never done that if you don't have the feeling that your sex is yours then join majestic yeah so yeah, I think this is it. Yeah, this is, and these are my tips for, you know, to ignite the fire again in a long-term relationship. I've given you a lot of juicy uh, tools to play with, you know, and, and to think about and to reflect upon. And uh, as I said, you know, you can join Majestic. You can check out Sensational Love Night as a couple. Super beautiful. As a surprise, you know, this might be your date night surprise for your for your partner. And of course, you're very free to reach out through any of my yeah, channels. It can be Instagram, can be email, <laughs> you know, Facebook. I love, I love, I love hearing from you and, and just feeling you, yeah, when you're listening and uh and especially when you're appreciating. And also if you have more questions or you know you're you don't agree, you can also let me know. And uh, that's that's okay. You don't have to agree, you know, with everything that I that I say. That's a, a, a big, a big thing in life, and especially for us women, is to be okay when people yeah don't like us or or you know we stop pleasing in that way you know <laughs> that's a side note it's an all and it's an entirely different topic um but yeah sending you so much love thank you for listening you know making it to the end of this sex and soul podcast episode uh amazing well done and uh yeah see you soon talk to you soon Mwah. much love mm, yes my love i hope you enjoyed this episode of sex and soul in which i dive into <laughs> both the human mess and the ego drama that we create and that we sometimes stay stuck in and then also how we can rise above all of that and remember just soulfulness right and love and trust and surrender in life i think that's such a beautiful dance in this human experience if you have appreciated this episode then send me a message. And if you want to know more, go to my website, go to my Instagram, check out my offers. There is still some time to join the most amazing program of your life, of my, well, catalog, let's say, which is beyond. There's still some last opportunities to join. After that, the doors will officially really close for the rest of the year. And um, yeah hope to see you come in my email list which is a place where i share well my most intimate stories let's say mm, yeah 
can't wait for you to get into all of the good stuff. Sending you lots of love. Mm.